Hello, everyone. It's Miles from the Smile Hard Podcast. It's Tuesday, January 16th. Happy Tuesday. Happy High Spirits Collection release day. My new collection comes out this morning. Um, I'm so excited to show you guys this. I've been working on it for anywhere from the past month to five months. I have a lot of new products that are coming out, some really exciting products. I have a collab with Flip Turn that I'm super stoked about. This hat turned out so amazing. Um, Flip Turn has been in my top three bands for the past five years. They're amazing people. I uh, know them now fairly well, um, and I hope to continue my relationship with them. They're amazing. I love them. I've got another collab coming soon that I'm not going to share yet, but it's with a really cool skateboard company. And then I've got a lot of 70s revival colors coming back for this collection. The whole point of this collection was to promote high spirits in the outdoors in a fashionable way. I've got some really cool new corduroy hats, um, some really cool new corduroy hats. I'm stoked on these hats. These beanies are amazing. They're my first wool beanies, um, wool and acrylic. They're two-tone. I've been, I, I really wanted a two-tone beanie. Um, so first two-tone, first wool, first string hats, for so many firsts here and then I've got some really cool color collabs like purple and orange that we just you never think those two would go together and they go together and they look so good anyways this co collection is uh, really special to me and I, I'm so excited that it's finally here and I can't wait for you guys to see it so if you're interested head over to beatenpathco.com or any of my social media channels I have my link in the bio and even if you don't buy anything let me know how you like it um, and if you do buy anything thank you love you uh, thanks for the support, whether you're listening to this, buying anything from me, it all supports uh, the cause and getting one step closer to world peace and spreading kindness, that is the goal. I'm really excited about today's podcast topic and I'm also excited to announce that I plan to do some podcast episodes with people so it's not just me and I want to source some very special guest speakers. I, I'm, I'm very interested in talking with um, some very unique people. I have some people in mind and, and some people on deck here that I can't wait for you guys to hear these conversations with. Um, I really want to dive into this podcast and, and hone in on it and have some really special conversations that will benefit you guys, but also benefit me and the guest speaker and just bring value to everyone and have some fun, healthy conversations about life, about everything. Um, so yeah, let's dive into today's to topic. Today's topic is building healthy relationships. Building healthy relationships is crucial for both your professional and your personal life. Having a healthy relationship with someone, it's very similar to being uh, a product of your environment. So who you surround yourself with is who you become. Um, filling your life with kind people, people that just want to do better for themselves and for you and for others. Filling your life with those and having relationships with those types of people is going to ultimately make you happier, make life more purposeful. It's going to it's going to better you in so many ways. It's going to help you communicate effectively. It's going to help you set healthy boundaries, give you empathy and understanding, trust and transparency. Something that I think that's very that's a very great outcome of having healthy relationships in my life is collaboration and teamwork that's like really what life is all about is working together no matter what the project is no matter what you're doing working together bringing two amazing brains together to work on a project no matter what it is whether it's a song like a, a collaboration between a song or me with this flip turn collaboration with my hats 
whatever it is, you can bring these two, you can, you can bring these two uh, driven people together or groups of people together or multiple people together and work on something greater and bring a new product, a new invention, a new idea to the table, a new song, a new whatever it is. You can bring a whole new, a, a whole new purpose, a whole new life to something by working with someone on something. So collaboration like with healthy relationships is so important. It's such a big one. That's probably my favorite, but there's so many beneficial uh, outcomes to having healthy relationships with other people. So let's dive into some key reasons on why I think it's important to build healthy relationships in your life. First off, emotional well-being. Having healthy relationships contribute significantly to your emotional well-being. Positive interactions with loved ones will provide emotional support and a sense of belonging. Just like having that safety, having that trust and knowledge that someone is there that cares about you and that contributes to your emotional state in a positive, healthy way is so beneficial to have a happy life. I know for me that having people to fall back on, that having people that support me in my everyday life, just genuine people that care about me, that would do anything for me, gives me the safeguard, gives me this confidence in my life to achieve new goals, try new things, be risky sometimes, just like go about my day in a safe and healthy way. Um, and I know I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't have these people in my life. And that comes with, you know, that comes grandfathered in with like your parents or with your friends that you go to school with, whatever happens with you, luck reasons, you know, like wh whatever you have built in within you and your life. But it also it is something that I've worked towards and I filled myself uh, with these positive people um, and having these relationships has really, really helped me become who I am and what I want to be. And it also, they inspire me to be a better version of myself literally every day. Um, they're amazing people and without them, I wouldn't be where I am. They're, they're so great. And also like the encouragement that you get from having these good people in your life, the encouragement of them like wanting you to do better, wanting you to try the thing that you've been thinking of, wanting to not see you be unhealthy. Like, like I've been so frustrated with right now I'm migrating my, I'm integrating my shop into Shopify. I've been using Wix for like six years for its beaten path. And unfortunately, if you don't know any of this on the back end, Meta is forcing everyone to like use Shopify. And I understand, I understand, but it's, it's very complicated. And anyways, I'm having a hard time and I have friends in my life, um, and a girlfriend in my life and a, and a, and parental figures in my life that are urging me to do certain things, letting me know it's going to be okay. Just having these people that are literally like, they care about me. They want to help me. They, they want to support me, give me the confidence that I need, the understanding that like, everything's going to be okay. No matter what happens next, this is what you should do. I think, and like just having those relationships is so beneficial and without it like my mind is just spinning when I when I don't get to talk to someone it happens like you fall down this rabbit hole of like ah uh, like you, you just are fighting yourself back and forth and you're spinning and um so having like the people that that really want to support you and be in your life and give you their advice at least for me has been so beneficial and with having these relationships comes with reduced stress like 
the supportive relationships act as a buffer against stress and having someone to share your joys and your challenges um, will alleviate your emotional burdens. Like, again, my, my mind will just keep going and having someone there can really lighten my emotional load because I've, I've been through a lot recently and um, getting to share these experiences and emotions that I'm going through literally like reduce so much stress like this weight that's lifted off of me is insane uh, when I have the people in my life that want to talk about it and also want to share their experiences give me perspective on like like give me understanding like I'm not the only one Every, everyone goes through these things um, and that's also what this podcast is all about is like just giving everyone a sense of like we're all going through it we all have pains whether you're rich poor black, white, we all have pains, no matter where you come from. They're all different types of pains, different shapes of pain, different levels of pain. But ultimately, we all deal with pain. We all deal with stress. We all deal with negativity in our lives. And we all have positivity in our lives. And and just being able to talk with someone will give you that sense of like, okay, um, everything's going to be okay. And it's important to take a breath to, I mean, like just... I don't know, just share these experiences with someone and they'll share, share theirs with yours and you'll go back and forth and you'll laugh and you might cry and, and go through this roller coaster. But at the end of the day, it always helps. It'll always help. Something that I genuinely love. I love it so much. It's like my favorite thing is that I love positive like feedback and constructive feedback for my friends because Ultimately, it aids in your personal development. It'll it'll help you. It'll give you a mirror for self reflection and self growth. It'll it'll reassure you on things that you thought you might be doing right or wrong. Give you perspective on what they think. Like, but these have to be really, really special people that you're asking for this positive feedback. People that you can trust, and also go into it open minded that they might say something that you might have never thought about or might actually instantly make you like kind of upset in a way but you just can't let it get to yourself like that you you have to ask for this constructive feedback if you ask for it you have to understand that you might hear something that you weren't uh ready to hear but that's all part of constructive feedback and i i usually when i ask i ask friends about beaten path my company a lot like what am i doing wrong what what are other companies doing that make you excited and Beaten Path is doing it makes you not excited or makes you, you know, like, and I've gotten, um, in the past, I've gotten like Beaten Path to me seems like, you know, it's geared towards the high school girl audience that likes like colorful things or middle school girl. And I think that that's very cool and there's a place for that. And that's, but that's ultimately not what I'm trying to do with the company. I'm trying to have a company that hits all levels of ages and all, and, and all levels of professionalism, um, unique clothing, high-end gear. It's not just supposed to be like colored graphic tees. And so sometimes you get wrapped up in your own world. And for me, I let my company go down this spiral of stairs that, you know, in a way it's going up, but in another way it's going down. And in the vision that I had for it at this time for Beaten Path, I've been making a turnaround for kind of the past like year-ish on what I want to do with the company. But in a way, like in a way, it's successful, and in a way, it's doing really well, and whatever. If that's what my vision was, but that's not what it was. So I asked for this feedback, and a lot of people were saying the same thing, and I wasn't disagreeing with them. It it did hurt a little bit because like that's not what the goal was. That's not what I was trying to do. 
and it hurt, but I asked for the feedback and sometimes something right up front that hurts is actually not sometimes, but almost all the time. Whenever you get hurt up front, like something like this, it's going to benefit you in the long run. Sometimes breaking up in a relationship, I mean, you have to view it this way, right? But ultimately breaking up in a relationship, whether it just, it, it was probably so painful for the first week, two weeks, three weeks, month, two months, whatever it was, so painful, but you get so much benefit out of it in the end. You're both going to be happier. Same thing with firing an employee or even getting fired. You have to view it as a new opportunity in life. And there was a reason why you got fired. And there's a reason why you fired someone. There, there's a reason why these things happen. And ultimately, it's a supply and demand issue like in the world. And if you're not filling this role here, it's going to fill here. But you have to view it that way and you have to allow pain to happen. You have to allow yourself to cry. You have to allow yourself to go down these emotional turns and, and hit these speed bumps of like, okay, well, what do I do next? And, and ultimately, it's going to make you happier. It's going to make you realize that you could have been doing this the whole time, um, doing something else that you love the whole time. Or, and, and when you do realize that, don't beat yourself up. Just look at it as that was experience in that realm. And now I know I don't want to do that or date that person or hire those people, you know, like, it's just a supply and demand issue. And if you weren't filling the role here, it's going to fill here. You know, if it, if it wasn't happening in A, it'll happen in B. It's going to always, always be okay. It will, it will always be okay. And this all ties in with having healthy relationships, having someone that you can feel comfortable talking with about anything, having multiple people that you feel comfortable talking with about anything because it'll help you professionally, it'll help you mentally, It'll just help you grow. And that's what it, like life to me is all about is like human connection, having relationships, having trust in others to speak on anything and to help each other out. I want to talk about something a little personal right now and something that I've been hearing from other friends and just people on the Internet in general. It's that time of year. It's January. And this is for me when the seasonal depression just like hits so heavy. But something this year that's been happening more so than like my health, like my physical health reasons is, is more so like the loneliness aspect that I'm feeling, even though I have amazing friends and um, amazing family that I can call or whatever, just like I've, I genuinely have felt the most lonely that I've felt in a really long time. And a lot of self-reflection, a lot of events that have happened to me comparing to others, like with this time that I have to self-reflect and think about, my personal life, scroll on social media more because the, you know, like all these things that are happening because the sun is setting early, because it's cold out, because of all these things going on, kind of like this, what I call forced hibernation mode that we're all in. Because of all that, it's, it's giving me a lot of self-reflection and making me think sometimes too deep, I think. Um, but I can't turn my brain off. And that's just, uh, that's just what's going on in that thing. Um, and it's giving me this sense of loneliness and I've, I've been battling like, uh, how to go about it. Do I, do I seek therapy, which I, I do plan to seek therapy, but do I talk to a friend about loneliness or do I talk, you know, like, what do I do? Uh, do I write it down? Do I make songs? Do I, what, what's next? Do I ask ChatGPT for help? Do I Google it? Uh, or do I just soak in it? Do I allow myself to be lonely? Can't like, is it sad that one day of not talking to someone can make you feel this way when other people practice years and years and years of solitude? You know, like, 
is it right to feel lonely? You know, that's a bigger issue in itself. So I've been like battling this. This has been weeks kind of of feeling lonely, even though I have people, even though I'm spending time with people, there's like something deeper. And this is happening to some friends too that I've talked with. But ultimately, this topic that I'm talking about today, having healthy relationships to talk to someone about this is what's going to be what's right for everyone. Having someone that you can, you know, share that you're lonely with, share that it's making you think too deep and making you think about memories that are sad or making you think about things that you didn't want to think about. Um, being able to talk to that, to those, to a person about those things will help you reflect on those things, will help you be assured like everything's going to be okay. Just having a healthy relationship with someone to talk on that is going to benefit you. And ultimately something that I've came up with in my brain is with this loneliness that I'm feeling, I'm trying to allow myself to be okay with it. I'm trying to, you know, like soak in it. I'm trying to spend more time alone and draw and build ideas and what I want next for myself. Just really, really think of what I want next for myself and be okay with being lonely. Um, I don't want to like have to always have music. Like imagine if tomorrow, like half the world when it, you know, like a bomb went off and a lot of people were gone or, or something or technology failed or whatever. I don't want to, I don't want to think, uh, in a negative way like that. I don't want to like soak in the possibility of something negative happening. But I also love the idea that if everything failed tomorrow, I'm okay with myself. I'm okay with who I've grown to be, what I know, how to respond to people and things and animals and, and whatever, like just how to be Zen in a way with myself, how to be at peace with myself. I want to be okay with being lonely. And ultimately, like I am not lonely compared comparatively to other people. Like I have so many people in my life. I've, I'm doing so many things and I hit like one week or one day of what it was like for me 10 years ago, five years ago, when a day, you know, a day for me on a Saturday uh, in high school, when I didn't have all these things going on and work or whatever, like a, a, an old day where I just would like be with myself growing up and now I can't handle it. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want that to be a problem and I want to be okay with it. So it's, it's kind of just like relearning who you are, rewiring who you are, being okay for me, being okay with being lonely, um, and just soaking in it and doing things that are good for your mental well-being, your physical well-being, just being there for yourself and being okay with being alone. I could talk about the topic of building healthy relationships for hours and hours, but we must stop. We must move on to the next thing. If you don't know, I answer a few of your questions on every week's episode of the Smile Hard Podcast. So let's dive into this week's questions that you guys asked me. Okay, number one, this question is on Snapchat and it is from Drew McCaney. Drew asked me, what inspires you? Where do you get most of your inspiration from? Right off the top of my head, I think of my man, my, my man, Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk. I've been listening to Gary V for like six years and he can, he can have some strong opinions on stuff. Um, but that's also why I love him. And he's so, so passionate about just kindness overall. He's just trying to spread kindness, spread the idea of being kind to others. And, um, sometimes it comes off strong, but anyways, he's guided me business wise, personal wise, 
so many reasons in the direction that I've gone and where I'm still going. I listen to him for inspiration, but mainly I think just like filling myself with uh, inspiring people, getting involved with my community, with inspiring stories, um, just driven people, being around driven people. And I love being in the city of Greenville because it's so young and so driven. Um, the people here are amazing and they just want they want to like live life. I don't think a single one of them owns a TV, you know, they're all just out and doing things and I, I love it. So most of my inspiration comes from that, but also just like things that I love, artists that I love. Tyler, the creator gives me a lot of creative inspiration because he just doesn't care. He does what he wants to do. He has all these thoughts and ideas and he makes it happen. And, um, I aspire to be like him in a lot of ways. There's, there's so many other creatives that I love. Um, but ultimately like my inspiration comes from those around me and, um, just like really doing what I want to do saying like, screw it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it with all my love. Like you can, any idea that you have, anything that you have, you can literally make it happen. If you just do it, like dedicate the time to do it. Don't let anyone say you can't and just go and do it. Okay. Next one. Next question. This one comes from Eric Mick. Eric Manhart. Um, Eric asked me, what is your biggest achievement in your life? And I want to say getting my hats into REI. I want to say doing this collaboration with Flip Turn. And those are huge achievements. I also got to speak one-on-one with Donald Miller, a very successful author and just wonderful figure, another inspiration of mine. Um, I have all these like milestones that I've been chasing, getting the follower count I have, half a million followers, like getting all these, these achievements are, are huge. Um, but I think ultimately a big achievement of mine is generally, genuinely being happy in my field, like being happy, finding happiness, finding perspective for myself, for others, just kind of this sense of like life that I have, uh, this idea that I have kind of my own philosophy on life. My, my mindset, I would say, is my biggest achievement that I've been working towards for a long time. And I genuinely like think I, I'm getting there and, and things click. And you know things are always going to be confusing and frustrating. I'm, I'm only 24 years old, but things are getting to that point of like, oh, I, I get it, like I understand. And, and like, it's, I would say like that's my biggest achievement. And, and meeting these uh, amazing new friends and people in my life, like getting to meet these people. But I have a lot of achievements that I'm proud of. I would say the biggest one though, at this moment in my life is like being in love with what I do and like who I am. I know that's absolutely corny, um, but take it with a grain of salt with it when it comes to corniness, cause I genuinely mean it. Okay, next question. This one comes from Tristan Blitz. This is a heavy loaded question. It is, what is your opinion on AI technology and how it might someday take over the world? It's a big question. It's so heavy. Um, and, you know, if you know me, I'm one for humanity. I'm one for humans. I, I, I genu- genuinely love, I've used that word a lot in this podcast. I know because I keep messing up on it. But I, I do. I love humans. I love the human race. I love the world. I love th- that every single place is different and every single person is different. And we're all working towards one thing, which is just like, trying to understand more, trying to love each other, we're, we're all trying to get there. And I, I know that some countries are trying to get to world domination, but I think that overall people just want to live an ex, a, a wonderful life and meet great people 
and just like if we all had to agree agree on one thing i think we're all trying to understand more like why are we here why are we able to think this deep why are we you know like the next level like and that's what space exploration is all about that's what all these things we're doing with tech is all about um and i'll say like ai excites me and freaks me out i think a lot of people feel the same way I use ChatGPT daily for help on certain things. I've been trying to understand it and not hate it because it's coming. It's it's literally coming. Like we we can't do anything about it as humans. The only thing you can do about it is, you know, you can go back in time and be a farmer. You're always going to we're always going to need food. You can you can do textiles. You can do like you know, like work in like go back in time and and pick one of those industries and work there and be in the middle of nowhere. But if you're going to live in society, if you're going to live near a city or in a city, it's pretty. It's a pretty general understanding that AI and this tech is, is hard to ignore um, and it's going to happen. So understanding it is, I think, the smartest thing you can do. You don't have to love it. You don't have to use it every day, but just like knowing what it is, knowing that it actually can help you. Um, but it is going to take a lot of jobs. It's also going to open a lot of jobs. This is what happened uh, with tractors. Before tractors came along, people were using hand tools. This is what happened with cars. People were using horses. And they thought, like, people will never use cars, you know? Like, my horse is always going to be around. But, it, you know, you know, this is where we are today. And in 100 years, we're going to look back at this and be like, wow, we didn't have AI at some point in life. But... If you don't know, like Google Maps, Apple Maps, that's all AI. Like we've we've had AI. They've been building ChatGPT since the '60s. That this has been around, and it's it's just going to keep getting more advanced and scary in some ways, amazing in others. Um, and I I love just like old school. I I do wish I think like I belong in like such natural life. But the good thing is the good news is if you work hard in today's world i think that some point in my life i'll be able to disassociate for some part of the year and go back in time and have a little place by myself and maybe the middle of nowhere and just explore and be with friends and family and i I, that is a dream of mine and i think it would be um i think it would be bad if that was year round to be honest i think everything in moderation and some parts of my life i want fast paced and technology driven and all these things in some parts of my life I want to escape and be in the middle of nowhere. So I don't know. AI definitely is interesting. It freaks me out. It makes me excited. Um, you know, at some point like humanity will either find world peace eventually or die off. Like that's, that's reality. Humanity will end or it'll figure itself out. And, um, whether we blow ourselves up or whether a solar flare hits us, whatever it is, like that's part of the space exploration, right? If humanity continues, eventually the planet won't continue and we'll have to move to another planet. And like, that's the end goal or humanity dies off and hopefully we don't kill ourselves, but naturally something happens. Anyways, this is, this is a deep talk now, but I don't think AI would do it. I don't think robots would do it. I don't I I think like ultimately like human error would do it. These powerful powerful people, these dictators that we have that can click a button and end it or nearly end it 
uh, is the scariest threat to society. I don't think AI is. I think AI actually can be one of the most beneficial things to society. It'll actually bring us closer in a lot of ways, even though it will get rid of a lot of jobs. I think just like we talked about earlier, sometimes there has to be pain in the beginning for them for there to be success in the end and happiness in the end. And I think there's there's going to be a wave of painfulness in this beginning uh, entry to AI. Artificial intelligence is going to have a few years of like bumpiness. It could be a decade. It could be, you know, a century before it finally figures itself out. But I don't know. I I just want to be open to it. I don't want to hate on it because it has benefited me already. Um, it also has like I don't want to rely on it because I've found myself rushing to ChatGPT and then realizing, oh my god, I could have thought about these things and done it better. I don't want to always rely on it. So using everything in moderation in a healthy manner, using it to benefit you if you genu- genuinely don't know what to do or who to go to for help, like use it as a best friend. It'll help. It's scary though. It can be scary. <laughs> uh, I think everyone in their right mind is in the gray zone on AI. They think that it can be, it has pros and cons. Like I think being in that state of mind is the healthiest you can be in 2024 um because it's still new it's still figuring itself out we're still implementing it but uh lucky luckily i live or i live i work in a industry that it won't take over it'll actually just advance being a ceo of a clothing brand i think for me um it'll make things easier it'll be my accountant it'll be my you know like it'll do these things for me that I've been needing help with as a business owner and being by myself. Um, but I understand that a lot of jobs are going to be taken away and, uh, it's, it's, we just have to think about it opening new jobs for people. Last question. I'm going to answer this one really quick. This comes from John Garns. The question is describe your ideal living situation, location, family, etc. It's a, a, a hard question for me because I've just been figuring out my own life. Like I, I don't think I have a dream location and balance yet, but I do have like, I have this idea of, you know, being near a city I love, let's say Greenville, for example. Also, I would love to have two homes in the future. They both can be extremely tiny. I'd love to have like a big yard, extremely tiny home. Um, but for example, let's take Greenville. I'd love to be on the outskirts of Greenville, 10, 20 minutes away with some land out there where you can't hear cars on the main road, but you can just hop into town. You can bike into town if you need to. This is ideal, right? This is like dream. And for me, like the dream, I don't have to be in like, you know, LA or New York or like these big popular cities. I do just, I just love like a healthy city. I do love DC to be honest, but I would love to find a a city where I just have community it can be a random city in the middle of Arkansas. Like, I just want community. I just want healthy people in my life, um, healthy relationships in my life. And I would love, you know, like, ideally family to be there too. Like, if I get to pick the dream, I want my family there too. Um, unfortunately, a lot of my family spread out. A lot of them are in Florida, and and I got burnt out, and I get depressed in the area that they live in. And as much as I love them, I, when, when I'm there, I don't, I'm not good. I'm not in my right mind. So it's almost worse. It would be way worse to live there for family, you know? So I ideally, like, ideally 
the company does so good that I can fly them here whenever they want. I can pay for their time off and their trip and get them near me. Or if they like, ideally, like I would love people to be within a three hour drive from each other. That would be nice. Like that would be nice. But then again, like I, there are moments of my life that I think I want to live in Italy and in Oregon. Um, Australia excites me. One that really excites me is Japan and South Korea. Um, I have all these thoughts and ideas and, and I don't want them to go to waste. So I don't know. I just like being open to everything. But what's most important is just to have a healthy and, and amazing relationship with family and friends. I, I do love my friends. I, I hope that a lot of my good friends do move here. Um, I don't plan on moving anytime soon. So if you're hearing this and you're a good friend of mine, move here, move here. I, I would love you to be my neighbor. That would be amazing. Um, I just want to build community. I just want to feel comfortable in my town no matter where it is. Um, that's that's the ideal lifestyle. But I want passion in life. I want the brand to be passion-based. I, I want people, I want my friends to just be in love with the brand and work for it if they want. But just like have a good time with people. Um, that's the That's the dream life right there. If you would like to ask me a question, you can shoot me a message on any social media platform at Miles Dittmar, and I will get back to you whether it's on the next podcast or uh, through DM. I, I answer everyone's questions um, on social media, so shoot me a question if you're interested. I love you all. I'm extremely thankful for your support, and if you haven't checked it out, please check out my new collection, the High Spirits Collection. I've been working on this for a long time. I've also got some really, really exciting stuff coming out, some linen t-shirts that I'm so excited about. They are uh, probably my most exciting product I've made. Really high quality linen button-up tees. I've got some Fishernet uh, knitted cotton sweatshirts coming out that are, again, very high quality. I'm converting to Shopify. I've got this next step of beaten path coming. Um, everything is a waiting and long game only for financial reasons and doing it right. I don't want to just like rush into it uh, so it's, it's all coming. I'm very excited about this and I thank you all who support me, whether you're listening to this or purchasing any of my products. I love you so much and I can't wait for our next conversation on the Smile Hard podcast. Have a lovely rest of your day. <laughs>